0: This message you're about to listen to was recorded live at the Redeemed Christian Church of God, the Throne Room Parish, Transcorp Hills in Abuja. Be blessed as you listen. We're looking at faithfulness. One of the things that God wants to engage we're looking at within this week, I mean, a couple of weeks, we're looking at this very important tool that you need, this virtue that you need to engage so that your promotion can come in a cataclysmic way. Hmm. Drastic. Incredible promotion. Do you know that according to the parable of Jesus in Matthew chapter 25 and Luke chapter 19, that a ruler can become, a servant can become a ruler. A servant can become a ruler by the power of faithfulness. Please help me say faithfulness. Oh church, I'm not saying, say it, say it well. It's not by jumping all over the place. No. this is next thing happening. It's not by jumping everywhere. Something's happening now. You don't know. by faithfulness, faithfulness. And this also speaks about self-involvement. See, that has been faithful. Luke 19, 17, Matthew 25-21. See, that has been faithful over a few things. I will make you ruler over many things. So a servant can become a ruler. An employee can become an employer. The Rubicon can be broken. The threshold for that to happen can be completely disabled for you on the platform of faithfulness. See so that has been faithful. Now have authority. Before, you used to be under authority, but now you can have authority. What a powerful promotion for a ruler, for a servant. To become all of a sudden a king. Boom! Like this. Can happen. In a jiffy. Within the twinkling of an eye. Because of the power of faithfulness. Faithful. And one thing that God is going to do. God is going to look at various dimensions of your faithfulness because he will check all these things and see if this guy is due for promotion. There's a promotion that comes I will say promotion does not come you can put it on the screen because it does not come from the east it's does not come from the west or the south but the Bible didn't mention the north. You know Why? Because the city of Zion is in the north. Great is the Lord, greatly to be praised, in the city of our God, in the mountains of His holiness. Beautiful for all situation, the joy of the whole world is Mount Zion on the sides of the north, the city of the great King. It's only telling you that there's a direction. There's a cardinal point in which promotion comes. Stop running to west, to east, to other cardinal. Look unto God. If God promotes you God's way, no man can ever demote you. If God promotes you divinely, it will disable every calculation of human understanding. But this only comes from you being faithful faithful, even The Bible even speaks about Jesus Christ and about Moses who was faithful in all his house. That this man, priest, this priest called Jesus was also faithful. God does not joke with faithfulness. He takes it seriously. I think you know that God has many dimensions. and One of the dimensions of God is his faithfulness. God is full of mercy, He's full of compassion. But one thing that you need to understand also that God is faithful. He's faithful. The Bible, makes it, the Bible says that if we believe not that God is faithful, if we believe not, he says, He remains faithful. Why? Because he cannot deny himself, Himself is faithfulness. God is faithfulness, personified. No, don't joke with it at all. It's the virtue of the king of kings. It's his very essence. That is why God remains faithful. Whether you say he's faithful, he remains faithful. If you say he's not faithful, he remains faithful. If you conclude he's faithful, he remains faithful. If you conclude he's not faithful, he remains faithful. It does not matter your assumption, your conclusions. No. It's not about your insinuations. No. It's not about your sentiment. Why? Because even if we don't believe that he's faithful, the Bible says, him, he cannot deny himself, he remains faithful. So that is God that you serve. Don't joke with this issue called faithfulness, I beg you. As we look into the scriptures and tap into these nuggets of truth that will make you an everlasting testimony. Don't joke with it. Every nugget of truth coming up from this, from this pulpit, take it. Faithfulness. What does it mean to be faithful? To be faithful. It means to be strict or to be thorough in the performance of your duty. Like we have faithful worker, That boy that just give a testimony, I will come to him very soon. He's a faithful worker. God does give testimony. Because sometimes, some of us don't understand the origin of testimonies. We only just see the glory, but we don't understand the story behind the glory. If, I've never seen faithful carrying equipment as a student. Most of them may came as a student. Some of them came as student. Today, they are big boys in this town. I can mention them. Some of them, you know them. is one of those people, very faithful as a student. You carry equipment... Car- all this setup you see, they are setting up on Sunday. They don't sleep. When you come here after service, you will not know that this is how this place is because everything here, everything, will be turned down. When you come here, just come here at three o'clock and say, "You will say, ah, is this where we meet in church?" Because we have people. Some of them have not seen their bed. They don't know how their bed feels like on the weekend. For many years. Because they are always working overnight, they are here working. Consistently, things must not fail. Oh, you think it's just automatic? <laughs> appear, all these things appear. It is intentional. People are the ones who have brought this in from car, places, they place it, they place it, they do stay, do all these things. And that guy is faithful. You don't know him. I am his pastor, I know him. I know him. And I know them. To be faithful means to be steady in allegiance. To be firm in allegiance. To be constant. To be consistent. Remaining true. Come rain. Come sunshine. They are there. Some of us are those sunshine friends. When they say Show me a faithful friend. It's a, fe- it's a friend that will be with you through thick and pain, Through the sweetness part and through the bitter part. That's why you know that somebody is your friend. <laughs> Politics is coming right now. Oh, you see different kinds of friends. <laughs> you see different kinds of friends. When somebody gets an appointment, many friends are there. Some of them will go to the newspaper, the chapter newspaper pages, I want to say this to a friend let that man lose his job after maybe two three months or a year, you won't even see them there a man lost his job all the friends that said they were committed they were praising you on the papers none of them even came back even to check for the family the man even, the man even died and you say you're a faithful friend I remember one time we had to go and do wedding ceremony for one of our brothers, and things were rough. Things changed. I said, I'm not living in this. Enugu. I'm here. I'm st- here. Even if the guy is late, I am faithful to the dead. And the church will stand by the family. not don't, don't, God is not flimsy. So it means to be reliable. It means to be trusted. To be dependable. And now. God is going to. Check your faithfulness. In different dimensions. Number one is in the little. Just as we said in the morning. In the little. You want God to promote you. You want to have a speed. You want to have a speed. A proportion. That takes you high. That breaks the boundary, the limits of human understanding. You want to move from being the root to a ruler. You want to be, you want to move from a status of being a servant to a king. It can happen. But Jesus has taught us here. You have to be faithful. Say because you are faithful in few things. Now be ruler over many. Most of us, we don't like little things. One time, they gave one man an assignment. This was some years ago, we're in the program, so they called this guy and said, "Please, can you please help us handle the program's battles? I just want you to take some prayer point for us. Is to make announcement or so? Break prayer point. Say him he can't do that because he considered that job too small. Can you see how he has Mrs. Blessing? You can see how he has Mrs. Blessing. He wants to say, oh, you are the one. Who is going to take the one that we, we you know, we, we put on social media, everybody talking about you. That is when you see him. You think as if he's committed. Come and take microphone. This microphone has caused many problems in many churches. Mike. Mike is this. I want to sing. I want to sing. They said, just be a faithful backup singer. You will not, are not interested. You will come late. But the day they say, you are the one taking praise and worship. Hey! That is not how to be faithful. You want God to promote you? You have to be faithful. God has his own path. God has his own path and has his own ways. Some of you are looking at that job. That that job is too small for you. You are trusting God for a big job. A small one comes, you discount. You just look at it and just discount it and say, "No, I don't want." I told you about one of our sisters, in the morning service. How she schooled abroad, one of the best schools in in the, in the US. She schooled abroad and all that. Came from a very good home, you know, average. I mean, well to do. And she came back to Nigeria, and she was disappointed. No job. Can you imagine you spending so much money to go to school abroad? It doesn't cost a lot of money, you know? Sometimes, after you have done your calculation that you have spent 10 years in Canada, in America, and all these places, or in in the UK, you calculate how much you have put into the economy, maybe up to $1 or $2 or $3 million. All the food you are eating, hamburger, sausage, bacon. Can you please give me one more bacon there? Do you have chicken and chips. Bring it over here. I was, I, was, I was discussing with some parents, some students, when they were traveling. I said, do you know it costs your parents so much to send you abroad? We are not going there on tourism, you know? So you don't go there and forget and think you're on tourism. You are going there for serious business. So by the time they came back and checked, we well, spent so much money. So when they came back to, when they came back to Nigeria, so this came out Nigerian job. So they brought jobs out. Fifty thousand naira. Fifty thousand is less than hundred dollars. Because hundred dollars about five hundred and about six hundred naira, right? Sixty thousand. Eh, five eighty. Fifty-eight thousand naira. So they say give you a job of one twenty thousand dollars. You that you have spent about one two million dollars. So we look at I say, no, I don't want this kind of job. I don't, I don't want this no, one. So complaining. So when the sister came, complained here. I said, Pastor, there is no job. There. I told her, I said, see, there is a job for you. I said, where is the job? Church office. She was speaking American English to me before. I said, Pastor, you got it. I got it. You got it. I got it. So I told her, I go and get it in the church office. Go get it in the church office. So, this sister I'm telling you I've not seen someone so dedicated more dedicated than our homegrown sisters here thank God for sisters they are that dedicated but man for someone who is coming from abroad to be that dedicated to God every morning she's there we are praying for the church we are praying for this only just a small assignment and she poured her everything to that small assignment not knowing that God was working out something in her Sometimes we tell them, please, can you please do this one? Get this one done. Immediately. No complaint. I remember many times, not once, not twice, she almost be crying. Pastor, I'm depressed. I said, Depressed? Even in the midst of depression, she was still coming. Still serving God faithfully. Just little assignment. Some of you, just little opportunity. That job, you are looking down on it. I'm not faithful to an employer. You're not faithful to that employment. You go there and you begin to run a parallel business. Can you imagine? And you expect God to bless you. It doesn't happen that way. No. He who is faithful, because you have been faithful over little, I will make you a ruler, I will make you have authority. Over ten cities, over many cities. Come on, can you see that level of promotion? Whatsoever power that is blocking you from being a ruler, from being in charge, from taking your dominion, let it be broken this moment in Jesus' mighty name. So, I had another brother who was faithful. He was living in on Colorado, just off Colorado Street, Church is number twenty, Colorado. He was living of Colorado. Before going out, most of us, that's what we did. We're giving our two hours. Two hours is condemned. If you call me and say, Pastor, please, it's already condemned. We've condemned that two hours for prayers. Our day starts after two hours. So he came to us to come and, came and join us. And that brother, oh, that brother likes to pray with iPad. When he's praying with iPad, <laughs> he look at the wall. He doesn't look at all the editing. Pray with iPad. That long. You see him praying seriously. So, whenever I knew that things were happening, I've asked said, Pastor, you know, there's no relationship, no job. I said, just wait. not be faithful to what you are doing. All of a sudden, a brother was praying with iPad, iPad, iPad. God just shifted his face one day. <laughs> and he looked at his sister. And God said, that is your wife. Love story can happen also in church environment. Church office can start or something. So, they fell in love. I see that even the tempo of the prayer now increased. Before we know it, boom. She got a job. Boom. She got another job. An international job. Boom. She got married. Many of you had the marriage. Boom. First baby came. We did the name say same mom. Boom. Second baby came. And I asked her, you got it now say, Pastor, yeah, I got it, I got it, I got it. You will get it in Jesus' mighty name. Through the power of faithfulness. Don't joke. Whatever God gives you, don't say the thing is too small. That business is too small. Point in everything. That opportunity is too small. Point in it. Then you see what God will make you. He will make you a living testimony. Praise the name of the Lord. Oh, I say praise the name of the Lord. Hallelujah. I say praise the name of the Lord. Hallelujah. I say praise the name of the Lord. Hallelujah. Let me conclude by saying this. Little is good. Some people say me say little is good. Because little is the key to much. Oh, someone said, say little is the key to much. Yes. So see what God did also. Small is good. Every big thing starts small. The first Adam, Bible talks about two Adams. The first Adam came as an adult. Adam in the Garden of Eden. He failed woefully. Woefully. Fa- His failure was very successful. And some of us today, all of all of mankind, you know, have been impacted by that massive failure. If by one man's offense, death reigned by one, much more they wish to receive the abundance of grace and the gift of righteousness shall also reign in life by one, Jesus Christ. So by one man's offense, all sinned. The nature of Adam, just because of one man's failure, was a massive one. But the second Adam came, not as an adult, he came as a baby. And it grew in the manger. And it became a living, wonderful, everlasting success. Little. Small. Is also of God. You can start small. But don't remain small. It says, I the Lord. I will multiply thee. And you shall not be few. I the Lord will also glorify you. And you shall not be small, a little one shall become a thousand, and a small one, a great huge, strong nation. I the Lord have said so. Even God, when he was driving the people in Exodus 23, from before the children of Israel, he said, by little. And little, I will drive them out from before thee until thou be increased and inherit the land by little by little. Exodus 23, from verse 28 and 30. He goes again, Isaiah 28, from verse 10. Precept upon precept upon precept, line upon line, line upon line, a little here, a little there. Have you seen it then in the scriptures? That is how it compounds to become a full one. Don't diminish and look down on little opportunities. I heard of a story of a man, I was highly moved. This is the first time that we have someone in INEC, INEC, being made an honorable minister, a, com- a commissioner of INEC for the first time by the president. It has never happened before. When I listened to his story, ah, that man is humble. And how he started, he was offered a job as a messenger in Joss. Gombe, no yes. No pay. no pay, rather. No pay, It wasn't paid. He so can I do this? This job as a messenger. He was doing it consistently. My wife and I, we happened to be in the, you know, the occasion where they were, you know, just blessing him and us honoring him. And he rose from there to become one of the most powerful persons there. From a messenger. Some of you now, if you say, me, messenger, I say, pastor. <laughs> you know, in the jail, we like a lot of titles. That is why the place of the anointing is restricted. People have restricted their movement upwards. like titles too much. A brother, they've not met him for long. I told you this story. One of our, one of our brothers told me this story. They were in this secondary school together and they were very hot in the fellowship. So one man became a man of God. You know, so they went for a program and he saw his friend. And he has security people all over around him, you know. So what time to say, ah, brother Sam. That's what they used to call themselves before, brother Sam, brother Tunde, brother Sam. Brother Sam. And then one of the security people just came and just blocked him. You are calling my pastor, a man of God, Brother Sam. May I say something to you today, please? The level where you are right now, even if you think it's a great one, is still far too infinitesimal to where God is taking you to. You might think that you are great in your sight, but may I say something to you, please? May your greatness not be small, If you understand that, you understand that, you say a very big amen to it. I see you reaching out to places, and I see God blessing you in a very wonderful way. As you remain faithful to the assignment that God has given unto you. The little one. Your marriage, be faithful. Faithful in that job. Faithful in that employment. Faithful in that assignment. It might be an assignment that is in the cave. You know, Elijah had two kinds of ministry: he had the cave ministry and also the mountain ministry. Many of us want to be on the mountain, people to see us. But we cannot sacrifice being in the cave when nobody sees. Be faithful even in the cave. And God, who sees you in secret, will bless you openly. Amen. Your life will never be the same again. We believe you have been blessed by this message. To download this message, please visit our podcast at Throne Room on your handheld device or computer. For any inquiries, call 08087-0000004 or visit the Life Center at number 20 Colorado Close off Dame Street, Maitama Habuja. You can also visit our website, www.rccgthroneroom.org You are highly lifted, highly favored.